Comedy Majors. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. I'm actually a beta unit who's been trying to figure out sexual contact for 20 years. <laughs> oh, wow. Almost, that explains explains a lot. Almost there. Almost there. Uh, today, we're going to find out what happens when one of your listeners picks a film that you enjoyed when you were seven, and mm. then you are forced to rewatch it at 40 and begin to question the choices you've made your whole mm. life and you, how this film influenced that you. life. I, can see I that. will tell you that I'm almost sure that I did not like this film the first time I saw it. And you liked it more this time, didn't because, you? Because, number one, if I liked the movie, I was watching it at least, even if I remote, even just like liked one scene, I was watching it 10 times. Well, so, d but that. Okay. I watched this exactly okay. once and I remember parts of it. And I remember going, I did not like that Can movie. Can we talk about your movie Let's access? Say that. Is that something that, like, you rented it, you owned it, it was on TV? What was happening? Oh, I uh, think this was on TV a lot. And, yeah, I, I don't know. Because like, doesn't well, because I have like clear like there were movies that I went to pop video and and took out like ten times. Yeah, and then there were movies that I was like, no, we gotta, we have to own this. And then there were movies I still. Oh, upon I didn't. On I didn't. Television. I didn't have the choice of owning things. Really? No, we uh, would we tape owned, stuff. We yeah. had a VCR and tape them. Music, That's what yeah. we did. Song I, of I pirated things. His girl Friday. Yeah, we we, we, we taped stuff. Yeah, those were yeah. clearly things that you you chose. I watched a lot of them. I sure oh, did. Well, there you All go. Right. Yeah. All right, what's everybody drinking this week? Mm -hmm. What we're do we got? We're both having uh, old fashions that I made prior to the show. Because Lily used our last citrus fruit to make a lemon glaze for Angel Food Cake. Woodford, okay. Woodford Reserve uh, straight rye. It makes a delightful old fashioned. I think. I think this bottle is from Christian McLaughlin. I can't oh, remember. That's nice. This I is delicious. It's not as good as the Belvedere. No, Dif no, no. It's different, not. but not different. The Belvedere okay. still outshines. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, I am drinking some mainly Let's see IPA can. from Soam. Mm. Have we seen this Brewing one before? Company. This one feels uh, yes. yes. Oh, quite a while ago, so but me. yes. Mm -hmm. So me. Um, okay. Quick fact check from last week. Uh, again, a special thank you to Craig Goldberg, who joined us last week. Um, there was discussion that there may be a Chick Vision reunion. His <laughs> high school band. Oh, I did hear that. Mm -hmm. I did. So he is yeah. hard at work. In fact, he found and has restrung his electric uh, guitar this week. And that's the next phase. Yeah, uh, nice. So we will say. And now Katie wasn't with us last week. No, I but was not. Going back two weeks ago for Die Hard, mm -hmm. uh, I made a special poster that I put on social media <laughs> for Katie that I'll be sending right. to her. I think this is your Die best Hard work with yet, including John the beautiful children I, that you've made. Clearly, this outranks everything you've ever done. <laughs> I love how he has a tuft of hair on the back of his head that's sort of like creeping out. His yes, eyes I, see through my soul. <laughs> His yes. face there was made for that poster. It was. It, I, it, 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 I had to. Yep. I couldn't really go into too Amazing. much. But if you follow us on social media, there's a diehard poster with John McCain's face. It's interesting that they do say terrorists on the movie poster. Because we, we well, that like, was got into that's it. What they're that was part of the twist, then. though. Not, yeah, uh, yeah, but that was remember they were they and gotcha. throughout the whole movie they were trying to pretend to be mm. terrorists. Yeah. Um, so that's good. our fact check. Okay. Short fact check this that's week. Good. That's good. Um, More time to talk time about this for, classic. Yes, it's time for Is this two pages. Katie's Jim, I wrote this beautiful piece of poetry while whilst we were watching the movie yesterday. I had much. I even proofread. I proofread and made some changes today. Okay. That's All right. Taking it, I like taking it. That up a notch. Let's see. Let's see if the quality improves or decreases when Katie has more time. <clears throat> Here we go. In a trailer park far, far away, somewhere near Silver Lake, a young Alex Skywalker loses his chance to go to college and gains one more chance to take. A multi, I'm sorry, a multi-level marketing swarmy Obi-Wan recruits Alex Morgan because of his arcade gaming skills to become the last Jedi starfighter and fill his trailer park community with thrills. With Lando Calrissian as his t trailer park father figure and a <laughs> and a lizard penis Yoda guiding his way, Alex Morgan must rely on his Beta R2 unit to help him keep horny Leia at bay and save the day. Oh, I got through it. Yeah, you got you did. <sighs> that was you a good one. Absolutely, um, got through it. I did. Do we have um, 
I guess my question is, and this is a small question, is this another film that you don't know the last name of the character? <laughs> uh, I, had, I, I wrote it You called him Alex. You called him Alex Morgan. <laughs> Morgan, the girls' World Cup <laughs> soccer, soccer player. <laughs> and I was just curious. Now, this is not as bad as when you didn't know that. John Cusack's character's last name was blank in Gross Point Blank. Uh, but just to be clear, we were watching the movie. His name is Alex Rogan. Damn it! No, Rogan. I, that's I really, hilarious. I really thought I had it right. I thought you were joking because you went from Alex Skywalker to, to Alex Morgan, and I'm like, is, no. I don't remember anything to do with soccer. No, no. No, I thought that was his name. Mm. To be fair, names in this film are borderline irrelevant. That's okay, true. That's good. I yeah yeah. yeah. I did to be look fair. up, but see, I looked up Greg in the well, credits. To be I fair, you called him. John McClain John McCain, as we pointed out <laughs> yeah. in fact check. Yeah. So again, maybe it was my fault for Terrence figuring out. Oh, that was why Jim. Could you tell us um, why we watched this film yes. and what the person who yeah. liked and nominated this film think of it before we proceed Pat, to spend yeah, so my 40, 40, 40 minutes probably um, ripping it apart? So, All right, here we go. So my uh, my co my old coworker Patson uh, recommended this movie, um, and I I just shot him a message and I said, hey, can you uh you know would you mind sharing why you chose it and what you love about it? And he said, I should have explained this before, really. I even admit it's not really a great movie by any means, but it's one of my favorites because it's the first movie I remember that my dad took me to the theater to see. Oh, I remember as a kid, there was this one scene where a guy's face gets melted by a laser beam. Yeah. Yes. I was seven and that really freaked me I'm out. I'm sure <laughs> that's it. Seven-year-old me also loved the final battle scene where the underdog wins in spectacular fashion. Mm -hmm. I was pretty easy to impress as a kid. That scene, now yeah. I like the movie even more. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> this movie was made for seven-year-old boys. Yes. yes. Discuss. It, uh, I mean, it, I mean it, that is the wheelhouse of this film. Yeah, the little brother. On... Yes, they, they were banking on people having seen Star Wars and Tron, and saying probably yes, we want Star more. Wars, e. yeah. Tron, ET. Get on that bandwagon. Um, this was the Hallmark there, Channel movie of the outer space. Oh, Adventure I think there was more of a budget team. than this. This to me is the Iron Eagle of space yeah. movies. Iron yeah. Eagle. I don't know. It's, that's bad. It's like it's like they take a real space movie like Star Wars and Star Trek and mm -hmm. Tron, all these other real sci-fi mm -hmm. movie. And then they're just kind of like definitely B version of it, which mm -hmm. Iron Eagle Eagle was like the B version of Top Gun. Yeah. They're like, we're going to have a high school kid somehow mistakenly get into an F-16 and fight against the Iranians. And this one, we're going to high school kid who somehow ends up in the last starfighter and kills everybody. I have a lot of questions, though. If we all agree this is for seven-year-olds, yeah. uh, some of the choices made in this film, yeah. if it's for seven-year-olds, because mm -hmm. that opens up a whole Pandora's box of things that, I'm very curious about the decisions made I uh, in dare the film. Say I would say a lot probably, of adults liked this movie. They were probably going for 14-year-old boys rather than 7-year-old boys. I think that there were even older folks. I I just feel like this was like in the wheelhouse of uh, the 80s. Adventure sci-fi, definitely not at the top of the list. No. Not at the top of the list, but I think it was probably on people's list. I could understand, legitimately understand why people, um, like what Patson's comments were about this film, could have positive memories of it. Yeah. If they watched it when they were seven, eight, nine, which the Costellos did nonstop. My my parents were up here this weekend. And I told my dad what we were doing. He's like, you guys made me watch that movie a thousand times. I and that. I hate, hated every second of it. Um <laughs> But I could see like, so it's one of those films you watch when you're seven, eight, nine years old. Yeah. And then you 
haven't probably seen it in 30 years Mm -hmm. and you go back and watch it. And I can understand why a seven, eight, nine or 10 year old would find it entertaining. Mm -hmm. I, once you get into double digit age is where I would begin to question your love of this film. How did it do? How did this movie do in the box office? Did, it, oh, did people geez, go see it? Katie, that's a, well, I mean, I well, hold on, like I can get it. I can, that. I can find. We, we, we. Well, you should probably call Tim from Pop Adult. He always has those oh, answers should, readily available. Hold on, that. I can look. Um, I'm sorry to our listeners. We yes, unprepared. You know what? I sorry. I spent all week learning the characters' names <laughs> and the plot. <laughs> I did not nope, memorize did not. the. So it had a budget of fifteen million, mm-hmm. and it which made, is a good budget for back then. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, listen it's to very this, Bry. It made twenty eight million at the box office. I mean, it wasn't a flop. No, no, not at all. I was them. shocked to I was shocked to and find that's out just the box office. Yeah, no, right? this is like, this is a beloved film. Oh, I there have they been have a, adaptations of it. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of fan fiction there are, out there. There are video games. And yep. so, wait, did this come first and then the video game? Yeah. So, the, unlike yes. Tron? they the, No video games looked like that back then. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. they made, Atari made uh, a real video game out of it. Wow. Th- yeah, that's really interesting. So, the movie came first, and then there was a novel. Yeah. Then mm. there was an arcade game. The sequel. Uh, no, the not video love game. Yeah. I the mean, sequel. They they, there is talk right now about rebooting it. They want to bring it back. How about it? They want to bring it back. And I have an idea of who needs to be in this film. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, you can talk my. About Alex, Alex Rogan. Yeah. All right. He has PTSD. He's been fighting Space Wars. Nick Cage yes. as... Alex nice. Rogan. That is everything. We're going to get Keenan Laird to start writing it immediately for us. Okay. Um, I am a bit concerned that the penis looking alien might not make it through censors <laughs> in the current environment. Yeah. I don't that, want the movie that, if Greg, Greg is not in it exactly I, as he was. If we do the movie, I was like, Katie, is his name Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Which would be, a, I wish that it would was. just be great. They should have, it would have been great if Greg they went perfect. that route. Um, <laughs> it is interesting that on the very reputable uh, Wikipedia, it says that The Last Starfighter and Tron hold the distinction of being one of cinema's earliest films to use extensive CGI to depict oh, yes. starships. Yeah, and in fact, as that? part of the um, that's why it looks collector's, so ed- yes, collector's edition DVD, mm-hmm. there's this 45-minute documentary, which I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh and it is the first film to use complete photorealistic special effects. Um, and in fact, they quite frequently were telling them we could do this in miniatures and it would look better. Yeah. I have to say, yeah, the start, I, I mean, was just impressed compa- by the quality, though, just like of the video. I mean, especially in comparison to like Mazes and Monsters. Oh, yeah. yeah. You uh, mean the well, actual it film? Great. It was. It's, yes, it's this, a, is not, well, it's, it's, this is so not this is not Mazers updated, and right? Monsters territory. That 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 they've like gone back. No, digitized it or no, I don't think so. That was, it you know, really yeah, it was just. Good yeah, film. no, I think I think they did that. They they had a budget and they used it. And they actually a lot of the guys who were doing stuff became real high end uh, ILM special effects guys. But like hmm. the, the the choice between miniatures and the computer graphics is just dumb because. If you look at Star Wars, which use miniatures, uh-huh. the the detail of the ships is totally. incredibly, but you can abs- more realistic. You can see how so many people fall under that like hypnotic pull of new technology. Yeah, right. Sure. Like, but we. Can I think do it's this important. Yeah, and I think it's important that they probably did it, and obviously people got better, much better at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As they went on, I thought it was really interesting, though. This film is like 20 years after 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. And 2001 Space Odyssey looks significantly better. Yeah. Yeah, the space, the, like the space sequences and stuff. Though, like, I don't know. The are, depiction of the trailer park was pretty awesome. I agree. I, park. I yeah. agree. And I think it was the best part of the movie. I I do want to talk a little bit about the trailer park. I feel like, you know, some of this may have been Katie not really paying attention. 
Um, but was there like a futuristic nod at the trailer park of like like at the beginning when they showed the woman riding the stationary bicycle outside? And then they were talking about the power going out. I was like, is she powering her the electricity to Ooh, her mobile solar home? power? <laughs> no, I, that I would have been amazing. Maybe they had some sort of like a futuristic and then he was going to go like fix the electricity. I was like, oh, this is, you know, the teenagers are like in charge of firing up the solar panels. Or something. I don't know. But I thought actually, <laughs> no, the, none of that happened. No, movie. that would have been no? a great angle, though. I would I have appreciated wait, I that angle. I, I would have appreciated that. I thought the trailer <laughs> oh, yeah. park stuff, believe it or not, was shot really well. Yeah, it looked visually. Yeah, yeah. They had a cool tracking shot that there was some really good stuff in there interesting thing that a lot of people compare this movie to i guess as i was reading people who like it mm -hmm. they feel that this film is like a science fiction wizard of oz for young males oh interesting and that alex is dorothy and that he i i am not, not i'm not a Wizard of no. Oz is a science fiction says, Wizard of Oz for young males. F this yes. trailer park. I'd rather live in outer space I, with penis yes. lizards. That's what he says. Uh, yeah. Well, he does have his girlfriend back. I no, but he's gonna leave. He's gonna me. leave her. And oh my god! Well, he would. Can he's we like, talk about his girlfriend? Later. Please, can we yes. talk about his girlfriend? Two things. It's immediately. Time. It's time right immediately. Now. What is her name? I, we should have started immediately talking What's her name? about Karen. It. Can we call her Karen? I don't remember What's what her name, name is. Can, can we can we call her Karen? I just want to give her a yes. name. Yes. For let's the purposes of it, let's oh, wait, call I got her Karen. It. It's Maggie. It's Maggie. 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 Okay. Oh, how did we not remember that? Yeah. Maggie. So Maggie, Maggie. has oh, the Maggie. unfortunate position in this movie to be um incredibly in love with Alex and when the beta robot takes his place. So when Alex gets chosen, so for the, we didn't even, we have done no nothing. setup yeah. of this movie. So Alex all. is really good at a video game. My rundown was that good. Because he's so good at a video game, mm -hmm. he gets recruited to the, to the Rylons to come fight in their war. I feel that we must pause for a moment and talk about the scene where he reveals himself to be the best video game player at the trailer park oh, and yeah. perhaps around the whole country. <laughs> that scene where all of the people yeah. come out of their yes. trailer homes. He's yes. going to break the record. Lando Calrissian has alerted the trailer Katie, park. That man is 40 <laughs> years older than Billy D. Williams. Yes, he is. I don't know why you keep saying that. He might because actually be older than Billy D. Williams is, is now. He is a black man in a 1980s science fi. You don't see him. That doesn't count. I, I, <laughs> I thought, I thought that Greg might have been an African American. That alien. would be even more insulting to whoever that man was yeah. that they made wear a penis anyway, costume. I'm sorry, carry so, on. So yeah, when he wins the video game, he uh he's going for the high score. His people start shouting and like all these old like retirees and, and like senior citizens start coming out of their there's only old people trailers there. there's to, no, to see there's this no kid kids. win at a video game. It's just his brother. Meanwhile, if anyone else remembers the eighties and how old people felt about about video games. No one was excited. Uh, it was sort of about how they feel about immigrants right now. And how we previously <laughs> talked about Dunkins and Dragons. <laughs> Dun Dunkins. Go to Dunkins. Get some hey, dragons. He's got the vanilla nut taps. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons at Dunkin' and Donuts with the last Starfighter. Yep. If we exactly was going to do that, that, we should have did it back there. They we got snacks Dunkin now. They Dunkin' Donuts. They did not like Dungeons & Dragons. Dunkin' is still open. Can uh, li Listen, here's an issue. I wish I was older in the 80s because this film continues the trend of 80s films where we watch where the women characters are down to screw the biggest losers in the movie. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're playing mazes and monsters. Doesn't matter if you want to bang yep. your uh, you former reincarnated wife. With you a brand new robot who just yeah. wore your skin flesh. Yeah. Like you were totally, having sex. Yep, yeah. I. You yep. were having sex. It, yep. I, so I mean, she is very was. disappointed that the the beta unit does not come on to her or understand. 
mm-hmm. that she, why she sticks her she wants tongue to make in out his with him. ear yeah. specifically in his ear, which yep. is interesting because yep. I, I am going to say I'm with the beta unit that's here. Right. I yeah. don't Twice. want someone's the, tongue in my she ear. Really likes sticking her tongue in. That's his a scout ear. thing yeah. to do. Yeah, this that is, is a real yeah. fetish. Yeah. Scout the dog. She has a fetish, like, an ear fetish. Scout the dog will stick her tongue in your ear if you are like, and she gets up next to you, and that is appropriate because yeah. she is a dog. Fucking dog. <laughs> she is a dog, not a person. Um, the the scene where he, the baby unit, is helping uh, Billy D. Williams put up the antenna, and she and Maggie walks up with some kind of like sprout in her hand. It's not uh, even like a, a full flower. Flower, just a little. Yeah, yeah a little and she's flower. like rubbing it on his shoulder. And then she's rubbing it against his face. I wish it I makes, had something yeah. to demonstrate. It makes with. No who's, sense. who's not who's not down oh, with that? I hit a I hit a button. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. okay. Oh, I don't he, think anything. She does, she um, does this. Yeah. She does yes. This. That's sharp at the end. Please. I'm not stab you with it. Very. No, this is, I'm this demonstrating. Is very you All right. Can't even look well, look this again. Again, this is a podcast. So Katie is. Caressing like, Jim's face yeah, with a wild I mean, I flower. Hear, I want to hear from our listeners. Like, was this a go-to move in the no, 80s? It was like, maybe. Just it was take maybe. something and just, like, caress your face with it. Yeah. And then... <laughs> so that's I, why... Can I just... Go. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say this? I want to know... If Katie has ever looked at you the way that Maggie looks at Alex never. when he wins that video game, because never. I'm very—I have never seen evidence <laughs> where a woman so is so aroused excited. by someone's so video aroused. game prowess. Not so even aroused. Close to once. Nope. Not. Mm-mm. I just—that is the most unbelievable thing even in this. Even when movie. I was in a band on stage, it was more like I could care less that this is happening right now. I mean, I was into it, but I just feel like. It's not so much about how I feel about you. It's how turned on she is by video the video games. game prowess. Yeah. This would, might have been written by a man. A man. Do you, a boy. Oh, it Do was. You think this it was written by a man. It, it boy? was written by. It was actually written by a man uh, who worked in a cubicle job and what? had very little what? to do and wrote this. No way. Uh, in between his actual I work, I am wow. shocked. I'm shocked yeah. Yeah, that know. this was written by a man with no social skills. Um, How do you know he doesn't have social skills? Just yeah, in, you didn't even see. Because he's working in a cubicle? I'm making some inferences. Um, do, were there any fascist. women involved in the production of this movie besides the actresses? No, it was prior to last year. I have to say, <laughs> our wardrobe person disappeared Whoa. tonight, and I'm pretty sure she dressed me in the same outfit that I wore last week, so or two uh, weeks ago. So continuity uh, issues yeah. right now. I have to say, the wardrobe in this film is awful yeah what are they the costuming the, in the, this film yeah the, the futuristic costuming is like this awful it's so terrible it looks like a janitor's uniform mm. with like a bungee cord around the neck yeah, it's bad yeah it's real bad and which i don't really get i think they did they put all of the money into the special effects and i would argue that the final battle is Getting into notebook-esque war sequence where we have one ship slowly moving Mm -hmm. to a fight um, that is supposed to be the greatest battle in space history. Meanwhile, so the whole premise of this film is that he is is basically going to be one of the greatest starfighters because Mm -hmm. he was able to win this video game, right? Yes. Then he goes and he finds out that Greg has wired up this ship. So really all he needs to do is press one fucking button. <laughs> yes. Meaning that any of us could have done it. Yes. Um, now, so was there an implication, though, that he was just one of many starfighters and that the they video- all died? The video game was just a recruiting device. Well, I'm not sure the video game found anybody else. And one of the issues I had in the whole movie is they kept playing on him like, 
oh, I guess we thought you were the last, you wanted to last be the last starfighter, but you're last that. Hope. So, no, dude didn't want to be a fucking starfighter. He was playing a video game to escape his life in a trailer park. Yeah. And the fact that he could not get into college and that his girlfriend constantly wanted to put her tongue in his ear. Yeah. So he well, would he, rather he play a video that. game than, than beat that. it. That, I mean, the video game was a way to get her fired up. I mean, if so, well, maybe, right. I don't know, though. But literally, that's what happens is he ends up pushing mm-hmm. one button, which is called Death Blossom, yeah. which then sh- kills every other ship. Video game skills. Except the final one. Yes. And then they get power back just in time mm-hmm. to shoot the final ship. Like, it is yes. It is not remotely interesting, the battle, at all. Um... The most interesting part of this movie happens on Earth. Which is oh, the, the beta love, unit. Yes, that the stuff is unit. really good. I think the US, the, the America global honor stuff is actually not too bad. Yeah. There's a funny, I mean, it's pretty funny. Katie was like, what's wrong with his, what's wrong with his hair? And I was like, oh, that's oh, yes. weird. So he's wearing a wig in the beta scenes because yes. the movie tested and the beta scenes were like people like them the most. Yes. And so. he had apparently already cut his hair for another role and he, they came back he they brought him back in and shot more beta scenes. So for the beta scenes he's wearing a wig and makeup mm. because he was really sick too and apparently he was really pale. The continuity problems. Yeah. Did you notice that there's also a scene with him the real Alex what's his last name? Rogan. Rogan. Um where he is also wearing the wig. No. And yes, so you go from like, oh my god, the robot has horrible yeah, hair yeah, yeah. to like him on the spaceship, and you're like, but also his hair. But I will say that this movie, as bad as it as it seems, it is at least funny oh, in yeah. certain parts. It's entertaining. Yes, it is and, entertaining. And, and the parts that were it was meant to be funny, like the little kid waking up and seeing his brother take off his head. Yeah, was hilarious was to having, me. You're having a really bad dream. You yeah. Like to sleep. Oh yeah. Um, also, I'll tell mom moment, about your Playboys. The moment yes. in the bed, yeah. The the little brother's obsession with the Playboys. I, I feel like that is referenced so many times that it has led me to believe that that was actually a thing that happened for a lot. I'm of sure that was a thing in boys, the 80s. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. finding Playboys in the house. It just oh, makes yeah. it so. So it, there was always a kid at school that had like a Playboy in his backpack at some point. In the really? year because he found it at home. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, I did. Um, we stopped getting Maxim before we even had children, I think. And we got published and anymore. And like no, Maxim so. in comparison so, to Playboy. You know what's funny like, about that Maxim subscription? We got we, we had like we, seven years of it for free. Yeah, we, we got never, seven years of free Maxim. Seven years. That's probably why Maxim isn't around yeah, anymore. I know. I know. Um, but I wanted to talk about the the moment when you discover the beta unit in oh the bed Alex Morgan's oh, bed yeah so it's like writhing around and the little brother is like he's been moaning all night about not getting his college yeah, loan yeah. and then the girl Maggie's there and she's like I'm so sorry and it's like but it's moving in such an abnormal way yeah. that like what human would walk into that room and be like oh this is yep he's like, just sad he's just. <laughs> He's like writhing. Oh, poor he's Alex writhing. is sad about he's this. He's And then finally they pull the blanket back. And that face. <laughs> it's terrifying. I mean, Pat's oh, remembers the acid terrifying. burning, the face in the fight. But to me. No, no, it's not the, the fight. It's when they torture the... that man. Laser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They laser his face. Yeah, but the face that they discover under. Well, I guess we are the ones who discover it. Under the blanket. The beta unit. Terrifying. Yeah. it's Absolutely like terrifying. Halfway to being Alex oh. at that point. I actually, I, I will say this. I thought Lance Guest, who plays Alex, mm. does a good job in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in comparison to the acting that we saw in Maces and Monsters, this, is way better. this was Oscar worthy. Oh, this is a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- this is a movie. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was, I thought he did a good job. I thought Maggie was good. Yeah. Outside, um, I mean, the, I'd say we the only problems I had with her were writing. Like we're not yeah. her delivery. Yeah, no, but I thought her acting of yeah, that dialogue, I thought she was pretty Centauri's great. He was Centauri's a really famous amazing. He was a really famous actor Apparently, though. He was in the music was man. La- this and, was his yeah. last film. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, yeah, he died. Claim to fame. But he um, um let's talk about him for a minute. Mm-hmm. Because 
you know, we, we kind of gloss over the fact that he, he gets recruited because how good he is at a video game. But apparently this is sort of like John Lovitz in a league of their own. Oh, he yeah. is like, yeah. he's like a sleazy That's a great comparison. Like, yeah. recruiter who, who goes out and he gets We should paid. have watched a league of their own again this week. Yeah. He gets paid to recruit these starfighters, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he basically just wants his money. So mm-hmm. it's really funny. Um, then they then they do this whole thing like play on him getting killed, mm-hmm. trying to get Alex back to um, rescue Alex fighter. from Earth. Yeah, yeah. That there's a whole section of this movie that is not necessary at all. I think it only exists because they had nothing else that's to go they, within that's the story. When I started falling asleep. Yeah, like he declines the offer. They he goes to Rylas with Centauri, declines the offer to be a starfighter. Centauri brings him all the way home. Um, and then he start, starts to get attacked by, I forget even what the bad people are called, uh, but they find out that there's one starfighter that's mm-hmm. still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start to attack him. And then he has, then he goes back to Rylos. And this whole point yes. like of coming and no going need. is no, yeah, so, no need. yeah, it was so overdone. Um, uh, but it's like the middle third of the movie. Oh, it is. Cause once he gets back to Rylos, it, it it ends pretty quickly with him fighting the battle. Well, <laughs> yeah. So the tagline for this film is he didn't find his dreams. His dreams found him. Ooh, and I would argue, did he dream about being a last starfighter? No. Zando Zan, as Patson no, says. He did not. Did he dream about it? The, because um, I don't think he was dreaming about being a starfighter. No, he was dreaming about going to sit, to getting to not going to city college, to going to yeah. any other place besides. He just wanted a loan. I guess maybe that. But <laughs> yeah, he's just got to wait. He's got to wait a few years and get that some prime. Just a loan. Uh, I um, mean, he he could save the universe, but he can't get a, a loan. That that was his dream. It was like any, I, I, I don't know. I was interested. This. They didn't even speak the name of the school that he wanted to use the loan on, right? No, he yeah. just said, "You think college. I'm going to go to city college? Not, not city like college. you people." Yeah. Sit around like, and watch yeah. you wash your truck. Which to me, I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> we're, like looking where they are, City College seems pretty great. Yeah. I was impressed they were all going to college. Yeah, yeah. me too. I <sighs> thought that was pretty progressive. Yeah, the folks who lived in the trailer park near me, hmm, no, not so much college. <laughs> I am. I would imagine this film would have played really big in Schuylkill County. I'm oh, surprised yeah. you haven't heard me of it. Too. It was a little before my time, yeah. right? So I this was '84, '82. 84. I this think. was 84. Yeah. I was four years old. So I could have, you know. I could have seen Sean Curran reading for the role of Alex Rogan. Uh, yeah. I could have seen him, yep. you know, going in there, casting call. He could yeah. have pulled Alex Rogan off. Totally. Honestly, though, the the monster designs, there's really only two. Well, there's oh. three. There's three. So there's the octopus or the the walrus octopus Straight squid man. Great out of Star Wars. Who. Yeah, looks like he's stolen from Star Wars. Totally stolen. Um, and That's there's isn't there a character that costume. looks just like him on Futurama? With like the yes. The I wonder if that. I wonder if that's a play on that. Hilarious. This is a cult film. People, yeah. you know, there is a a huge following for right, this. Right. And then there's Greg, who looks like uh, a snake turtle penis thing. Um, what was the design there? You think? Because they love it. Like in the documentary, they talk about, man, they made this costume and it was great and we loved it. I was really disturbed I by his I had a really hard time look. looking at his face, particularly his <laughs> eyes. There was like a weird thing happening around his eyes, like where it transitioned yeah, into yeah, the Yeah, that costume. always happens. Yeah, you'd see that a lot in but Star Trek. But it was like it was, like it was irritating too. his eyes. And so yes. his eyes were like red and watery. Well, you, you got to remember, he lived underground. Yeah. Oh, remember, he and his family geez. lived underground. And oh, Alex, right. Alex oh, lives God. in... The pictures of the family. I just remember. <laughs> yes. Alex, oh, my God. Alex lives in a cave I that forgot. Moves. The cave that moves, but he doesn't. But, but doesn't moves, go anywhere. But it never moves. <laughs> but it never moves. <gasps> I forgot about their bonding moment. Yes, oh, I did. Like okay. I did remember a few things. There were two things that I really remembered about this film. <laughs> One is the chair spinning. You yeah, know when yeah. he would always, which, which was, was a ripoff of Star Wars. 
Yes, but it was cool. I remember that. The other thing I remember that I love is the theme song. Can we hear the theme song? Uh, how did I w- you remember this? Because to uh, me, dun, before dun, we play Okay, let's listen to it. Listen, listen to this. This is like a ripoff of Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah, right dun, here. Dun, dun, dun. And here it comes. going there because I love that one part they get we got to get to that right part where is it it is such a ripoff of so many John Williams scores and is so bad. Even this, uh, I, the title I script. Yeah. Like this song. Um, the comments, I like this song. The comments on that video yeah, go watch are it. gold. Total gold. This beloved uh, There film. are There are lines that in this movie that are basically ripped directly from Star Wars. There's that whole line where his mom says something like, well, you can go to City College or whatever. And he has a line, or no, um, he's supposed to go out to the to the lake, right? And they need help with like the getting the power back on or whatever. And he's like, "I was supposed to go to the lake. That's going to take all day." And it was totally the line <laughs> of like, "Well, I was supposed to go to the guys, the Tashi Station, pick up some power converters. You this, can hang out with your friends after the harvest." <laughs> yeah. Let's be clear. This was a film written by a person who probably every weekend was going to watch Star Wars when it was in the theater. And then when VHS was created, was watching it repeatedly. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, no, this was definitely like they put a lot of money into it, clearly. 15 million is a lot. Listen, this, I was, this was probably the film I've been the most like, iffy on like if there are points of it i'm like this is kind of funny i'm kind yeah. of into this i could see why people love it and then there's other points where i'm like this is just this is not good mm. this is I, I i i'm questioning myself as a person because there's moments <laughs> that i enjoy in this film and like the song and i think it's just like built into your mind like we used to watch this movie a lot so that song's impounded in your head and you have a positive view of the because i remember the the fighting in it being way more exciting oh Mm. the the i i laughed immediately so the other monster the third monster is the basically the hitman that comes to kill alex on earth oh my god um is like this disgusting katie asked if it was sloth from the goonies Mm. it kind of had a sloth look to it i could see that but way more alien Mm -hmm. um but the guns that they shot the noise that they made basically sounded like water being thrown into like a hot pan it just went like it was the weirdest gun maybe that's what it was it was so weird um it was not yeah the the fighting and everything as silly as and as much as people make fun of the original Star Wars movies for, uh, well, maybe just the first one because I think the gun stuff gets a little better in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, it's much better in Empire. Yeah, I think. but the 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 little fight sequences in this were so bad. Um, All right, nah, yeah, a, go ahead. A couple of things that I had issue with, considering I I think this movie is for young males yeah uh the hypersexuality mm-hmm. of, of the women 80s. of women and, and this idea and we wonder why people grew up probably treating women the way they are yep. this idea that yep. you can play video games and the ladies are gonna love you and you can treat them like dirt or not pay attention or at the end you're the love of my life but hey i gotta go to the starfighter but if you choose to come with me then i'm cool with it mm-hmm um, Lewis, who who's supposed to be, you should not have an eight year old kid who's eight to nine years old, who's technically your target audience, looking at playboys, cracking jokes, acting like he is Rodney this, Dangerfield. This is the same as the little brother in uh, Better Off Dead. Yes, this is very similar. Yeah, it's super weird. 
It's super weird. This little brother archetype is all over the 80s. Yeah. All over 80s movies. And I think you're absolutely on to something, Bri, about like that this informed a whole generation of young men about what women want and who they should be in the world. And I think we have to blame Hollywood for a whole lot of it. (laughs) Well, when she's like apologizing to him, so she tried to stick her tongue into beta Alex's ear. Yeah. And then she's mad at him and she slaps him. And yeah. then she's all of a sudden apologized, wanting to get it on again. Because yeah, he at starts the lake. hearing somebody else's lines to his lady about like, you're my Juliet. I'm your Romeo. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, I'm back. Alex. I'm, I'm all into you. We didn't get yes. to my favorite Maggie moment. What is your favorite Maggie moment? So, uh, Beta finally comes clean. He's like, fucking, I'm too stressed out. Basically, basically, this is the robot that has emotion. Like, mm-hmm. he, his anxiety finally hits a level very that, pro- like, very, R- pro- very R- progressive. Yeah, that, like, Data... That Data on Star Trek would have, like, killed someone to have this amount of emotion. But his anxiety over covering for Alex finally hits maximum, yep. like, I can't do this anymore. And he goes, I'm a beta unit. I'm pretending to be Alex. Alex is in the sky fighting. And, and she's like, I think, honestly, I was so, like, letting the movie just wash over me at that point. I wasn't re- sort of paying attention. I don't remember how she took that really. Well, she weird. hopped right in that yeah. truck to chase that alien. Yeah, so she they start chasing get- the alien. And then he lets her out. And, and the beta unit basically kills himself to kill the alien. Drives the truck into. Oh, yeah. Into the alien, catches on fire. She turns around at that moment, looks towards the sky as if she can communicate with Alex right now and, and says something does. like, does. I love you, Alex, or and something like that. That's love. And he, he, he love feels it. it. He hears yes. it. Less he important than, than he hears it, he feels it. You're right, Jim. Across You're right, Jim, because that's true love. Of that is true love. 18 years old. Yeah. Across space and time. I mean, does not matter. You, Even you, though he would leave her in a drop of a hat, you, you had to we destroy her. In, in Star Wars, you had to destroy a whole planet, mil, billions of people crying out at the same time in order for Obi Wan to have that. Now, feeling. listen, he literally was willing to say, "Oh, you got to stay with your grandmother. Peace out. Peace out. I'm going back to space. Yeah. It's disappointing, hey, but by the but way, I understand. by the way, uh, <laughs> yeah, mom, see ya. Uh, little brother, see ya." old people who apparently are not going to be able to survive at this trailer park once I leave because yeah. he does everything. He is he is allowing those people all to die. Those yep. old people at yep. that trailer park are going to die when he and leaves. And her grandmother is just like, yes, you should go to outer space with your high school boyfriend. <laughs> like that is a great Make sure choice. you're right. That is a great choice. Or whatever choice. they do up there. Oh, so, you have my blessing. Yeah. I would argue it might be a better choice mm. than where she was. I don't know. I don't know. About I that. don't know. I question Gran. <laughs> she seemed to be into it. Uh, would you recommend people see the last uh, Starfighter? Absolutely not. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say this is this is like better than Double Dragon. Well, yes, we which can, was the we movie did. we watched when we went we to see how this get made. We compared it to, to Double Dragon, to Roadhouse, and to Mazes and Monsters, and I would say Roadhouse is still far above. Oh, Roadhouse is far above. Far this, above. I, I would agree. rather watch this than The Notebook. Oh, that's true. That's okay. true. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. same. Okay. All right. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Mazes and Monsters. And I, Thank I would you, say Patson, probably depending for your on, recommendation. Depending on my mood, I'd probably wa- rather watch this than a, a few movies on our on our. I list. don't know. You got halfway through and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this. I was really tired. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to point that out. That's true. Yeah. That you were not so like into it. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. We have a new game this week in honor of our 1984 setting. We are hopping in to our com majors DeLorean. Oh my God. Did you create And we are going. We are going. We we uh, CGI this. Unfortunately, if you're listening to us, you can't see the CGI, but it is amazing. Yeah. I'll say that to you. And we're going back in time to 1984. I don't mind. Me. I'll be back in time. 
<laughs> yeah. I dare anybody not to dance when Yui Lewis is playing. If anyone was watching, they would have seen me look at Jim with the same F me eyes that Maggie looked at. What's his name? Alex. Alex Morgan. Alex, <laughs> soccer player. Alex Morgan. Alex soccer Morgan. player extraordinaire. Yeah. Olympian uh, soccer player. Yes. Alex Morgan. Because that was amazing. Yes. And that was all Jim. He came up with that idea. He came up with uh, he found the video for that. Um, I would like that to, is all Jim. I would like to take a clip of the ambiguous ambiguous ambiguous. Aren't thing. you the English teacher? I can't get the word out. Uh, gay duo in their little rocket penis shaped rocket ship flying through the air. I feel like that should be the uh, that should be our the graphic. CGI. Yes, OK, that should be our graphic. All right. So it's 1984. OK. The commagers are there, yeah. and we have three questions to answer. Mm. What movie would we be going to? What TV show would we be watching? And what song would we be listening on to the radio? And don't worry, I have the top five that we have to oh, pick thank from. Goodness. Oh, thank okay. so, okay, Well, there's so a lot not, of movies. You do not need to come up for, with this. Thank you, I, thank We you are starting research. with movies because this is a movie podcast. I took okay. the top five earners Fabulous. of 1984. It's 1984. We're back. You only get to go to see one movie. Here is your top five. The number one grossing film of 1984 is a film we've done on Comagers. Beverly Hills Cop, two hundred and thirty-four million dollars. Number two, Ghostbusters, two hundred and twenty-nine million. Number three, Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom at one hundred and seventy-nine million. Number four, Gremlins at one hundred and fifty-three million. And rounding out the top five, Karate Kid at ninety million. What film are you going to in nineteen eighty-four, Katie? I can I clarify because I always mess up on directions. Yeah, keep going. Are we questioning like who, what we would have done as a younger self? No, nope, you're just we now. just got in the time machine. Favorites. We're 1984. Here's you pick which film see. you're going. I want to go see in 1984. I want to go see Gremlins. I want to see Gremlins there you go. in 1984. Mm -hmm. Gremlins. All right, Jim. What are you seeing? This is a tough one. This I was surprised by this year. This is Wait, a good year. You, you put Ghostbusters was on there, right? Ghostbusters number two. Yeah. I would go see Ghostbusters because I have a memory of being down the shore in 1984 when Ghostbusters was out mm -hmm. uh, for the summer and a bunch of my cousins were there, older cousins, and they all got to go to see Ghostbusters Aww, and I did not. Baby and you had to go. watch Mazes and Monsters. That's probably Aww. the night I watched Mazes That's and probably Monsters. Why you don't, that's probably why you it don't like Mazes and Monsters. It's now. all making yeah. sense. I remember that. I love yeah. it. However, however, just scrolling through this list of 84 movies, the one that I would love to go back and see in the theater to see everyone's reaction would be Nightmare on Elm Street, the mm. original. Mm -hmm. Not on mm -hmm. the top five, though, right? The one on no, that well, that was, that I, I was just did top five from as a kid. It's Police Academy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's not the original, though, is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, it is. the original. It. Steve Gutenberg, love him. Loved it. I'm going to see Ghostbusters as well. Yeah. I love Ghostbusters. All right, top five TV shows. You're putting on the TV, it's got the turn dials. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's black and white, maybe it's color, depending yeah. on how much money your parents had. Are you watching Dynasty? Mm -hmm. Dallas? Mm -hmm. The Cosby Show, 60 Minutes, or Family Ties? Family Ties. Okay. I mean, so context now. Well, but, you don't yet. But still the Cosby Show. Yeah. I mean, okay. it was like the air I breathed as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I like I still I want to do it for nostalgia. I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. You should still watch that show. I should. I will. Die. There's lots of people I who made money who deserve show. to make money off of that just You're because he was a right. creepy. I haven't stopped eating chocolate pudding. That's right. I haven't. Thank you. I will not stop eating yeah. chocolate pudding. I don't care. I would show. pick Family Ties as well because I loved Michael J. Fox yes, you did. in that show. Yes, he did. was awesome. Uh, all right, finally, probably the most controversial choice. Billboard Top 100 Singles. What do you want to listen to on the radio? Mm -hmm. When Doves Cry by Prince, which was the number one single. Number two, 
What's Love Got to Do with It, Tina Turner. Number three, Say, 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 Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Number four, Footloose, Kenny Loggins. Or number five, Against All Odds, Phil Collins. Jim, what are you listening to on the radio? Prince. What's love got to do, got to do with it? So those are our choices, Brian. Yep. Yes. Well, anytime a question, I know what you're a, pick, Brian. anytime there's a question and the answer can be Phil Collins, <laughs> the answer is Phil yeah. Collins, of course, against all odds from the movie against all odds. How does that one go? Now we're back in the time machine. That's the calm. Majors Time Machine. I like this game. Time Machine's going to be a good game. I like that one. It's going to be a great game, and we get to listen to Huey Lewis. It doesn't make me feel so bad towards you, like when you make us choose between really bad movies or really good movies. That makes me feel. Yeah. Well, there you go. There we go. All right. Time for five questions. Here we go. Oh, wait. I forget. Uh, You want answers? You want answers? I want the truth! What makes a man? Mr. Lebowski. What the fuck is the internet? Would you? Why? All right. This week on Five Questions, Jim will be answering. All right. Number one, here we go. Thumbs up question. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Camping out with your significant other. Uh, Does that look like something that would be enjoyable to do? Going up to Silver Lake. In a tent? Like in a tent, it, or like well, a they look like they were. It look, no, it looks like they were just in a sleeping we, bag around the fire. Are we talking about now, or are we talking about when we were nineteen? Even then, let's go nineteen. If you I, were nineteen, are we would bringing that in the kids? Some, Do I have to wear? We're saying no. We don't have kids. We're saying you're nineteen. Oh no, I'm in. I'm yeah. in camping out. Jim would have just in the sleeping it, bag on the ground. Be honest, yeah, whatever the scenario was at age nineteen, Jim was in. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say it no to like, a lot. Let's I'm go in. to this motel that has no sheets or towels. In if it was like, let's go in this shady van in the back of a right. shopping parking lot. Wow, in. this is this all. <laughs> is this all autobiographical? You here? were is there a just... JV house in the middle of a party. In. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I think about when we used to go visit Katie. JV house in oh, Camden, New Jersey. I don't mean the one where I lived. <laughs> oh, other ones. So. It wasn't my bedroom. Next <laughs> question. Next. Moving on. Oh, moving on. All right. Would you rather be an extra in the film The Last Starfighter or Chances Are? 100% Last Starfighter. It would be. I just think that's fun. a better story. That would be fun. Well, and to be an extra. In what it. if I was that that guy? The, <laughs> the, 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 the penis face. The uh, guy that was like. Oh, that was a good sound effect. That was good. I want to be, be an extra. I want to be, <laughs> be wearing that white tuxedo mm-hmm. that Alex is wearing. Dude, when he's dancing with Mrs. That's Talmadge. not being an extra. That's being the main character. <laughs> there could have been other people wearing that. I am going when to I'm find. An actor, do I get to be Robert Downey Jr. and yes. be the lead in the movie? I, yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I will find an event where I can wear that. I will uh, find an event where I can wear right, that. I think that's your uh, Halloween costume right there. Yeah, yeah I think I, they'll say, "Who are you?" I'll say, "I'm Alex Finch," and people will say, "Sure, you are." Yes, you are. Uh, all right. Question three. Fill in the blank. Question: A movie I would pick Last Starfighter over Ooh. is. Oh, there. I mean, there's tons, but even just ones that we've done. I already said the Notebook. Mm-hmm. Hate that movie. People yeah. love it, but I, I hate it. Um, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I let's just say the Notebook. I mean, all right. From the '80s, just there are so many it. movies just like this. Say it. Own uh, it. Live it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Perfect. All right. Favorite question. Here we go. Uh, what's your favorite movie or TV spaceship? Ooh, this is really This is tough. a tough one. I know this is a tough one. And there are three that immediately mm. come to mind. And I'll have to narrow it down as I talk about it. Number one is always going to be the Millennium Falcon, right? It's iconic. It is It is a weird looking spaceship, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, number two would be Slave One which is Boba Fett's 
spaceship that I actually yes. had. And it Aww, like that's cute, it Jim. rotated and flew like that. Yeah, it was really yeah, cool. I like that. And it came with Which a Han should... Solo in carbonite that you slid into. Yes. And when then we number... see that ship, you think on the Mandalorian? Is that a Mandalorian ship? I don't know. He was not a Mandalorian, but I'm wondering if we'll see that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, well, it's not. I, I don't know. We're, we're not going to see Boba Fett, so no. I don't know. Um, and then the final one is Serenity. Yeah, that's yes. why I was Firefly. Um, I like that it has so much personality. Well, yeah, you get to see a lot of that because the, sh- the, the ship is really home for the series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with Serenity, and I just love the way that they shot that mo- that show. And mm. whenever you saw Serenity, it was like dead quiet in space, you know, because they always did they did the yeah, like, no, sound, the no yeah. sound in space, and you would just see Serenity sort of rotating and then the engine light up and it looked like a firefly like the butt of it we just watched princess and the frog tonight and ray says don't make me light up my butt <laughs> love it i'm gonna there say serenity go. all right perfect all right deep thoughts question jim as the only video game player on the show if you had to be pulled into any video game world uh-huh. and actually take part in the actions of the game which game would you want to be in this is a really hard question because there are a ton of games that i love that I would be crying in a corner if I was actually in the world. Right. To me, this is the easiest answer. Your Katie's going Mario Brothers. Of easy. Because she wants to eat mushrooms and Why jump down would pipes. You not choose Super Mario uh, Brothers. There are all kinds of animals out to kill you. No, no. You're yes. going to be just fine. You just have to jump on what their What about heads. Tapper? Do you know you, what Tapper Jim, is? You just have to jump on their heads. Tapper, you could just be a guy drinking beer and serving beer. No, why would you want to do that? Burger time? Life? You could just is, be a man a making game? burgers. No, are people playing those that. games? Those are old, old games. Explore all the worlds. I want to explore the world. And then I would say, if I got to be someone and I was sure I wasn't going to die, like I wasn't going to be killed, I would probably say Destiny is my favorite game. Mm. Yeah, but look, like think about Mario. How you get to like go down the pipes. Yeah. Like I want to like stand on the top of a pipe and be like. And then it like opens up into a whole new world. That's magical. You'd be in two, like, two dimensional. Like pop up into a block and be like, oh, look what I. Look I could do I so much now. cooler stuff in Destiny. You can swim and you can fly. I you think you could jump. probably swim and fly in Destiny, can't you? No, you cannot. Yeah, I'm a guardian with space magic. No. I could be K6. This oh is, yeah, there. This is there's a pop. This could be Nathan Fillion. No. This is yeah. This you is could be Lord. Nathan Fillion. Is. I am just, in if. Go ahead, go ahead. It could be if I could be Nathan Fillion. I would also be in uh for playing the Alex Finch character in the Chances Are video game. If I could go into the Chances Are video. You 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 have three reincarnations before the game is over. Oh, Brian. You, you get reincarnated three times. I also like Mario Kart. <laughs> well, Mario, Mario Kart, Kart would that'd be, be kind of fun too. Um, Jim just informed me tonight that there is an advent calendar. Oh yeah, I of, tagged Brian yeah, I saw pops. It. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's all I Marvel saw pops. They're all like it's Marvel. all Marvel yeah, pops. I think we really have to try and get the Harry Potter one though for our kids. This okay, year. that's a cool one. I think yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's five questions. Okay. Um, coming up next week oh. is. Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut. I'm excited to rewatch this. I haven't seen it since I was 19. Yeah. Yeah. And I picked this one mainly for that reason because I've been reading a bunch of articles from directors like Christopher Nolan, who was in his early 20s at the time, and said he saw it then and didn't realize, and then has been recently rewatching it, and all these people are, and they say, you can't watch this movie and, until you're older. And then yeah. you start to grasp yeah. what he was actually trying to say. And it's also the 20th anniversary of the film. And there's been a ton written about oh, it. And I think it would be uh, an interesting view. So uh, Eyes Wide Shut next week. Um, anything else we need to plug, uh, talk so. about, discuss? Are we all okay? I think yeah. so. Yeah, the oh, autumn yeah. equinox happened. Shit got real. For a few days. Did, and I didn't even realize down. that was going yeah. on. Man, that was a rough one. What are you talking what about? <laughs> was it affecting the tides? Not, what was going on? Did you not feel it in Boston? I, I don't know. What, I, like, I, when the autumn equinox happened this year, like, it, it felt, I don't even know what the autumn felt, equinox what is. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's 
September twenty first. It's when it's when the seasons okay. change. Jim, get back in the DeLorean. <laughs> I think we we brought back the wrong person. <laughs> we got to go back and get Katie. <laughs> I gotta let it run now because I messed it up. <laughs> we gotta get her back. It's like we took her doppelganger. It's like. She's got like there's two, oh, two of her. It's her brain is scrambled. Later tonight, you'll oh, be like, oh, I'm gonna boy. keep this. One. You're gonna be in a <laughs> motel with no sheets or apparently a vacant Witchy van. Shit we some by the way, crazy. one thing, last thing about the movie. There was like a very expensive video game just outside. Yeah, yes. They had an awning. Was that, there was an awning. <laughs> it, it was. It was supposed to go to Las Vegas. Yeah. Well, the one thing that was funny is like you would never. If anyone else remembers, like we had a, we had a pool at our pool. We had a uh, Street Fighter video game, and it was indoors, but it was like basically it had a garage door, and they'd open it up when the pool opened. If it was, if it was the game that was closest to the garage door, you couldn't even play it because the sun. You just couldn't play because it was so now, bright. Yeah. There, why would there need to be a video game there? That's <laughs> it, let's it just end with that. Be, yeah. Uh, next week we're to talk. We're talking about maybe sex that's less creepy than what was posited in this world. I don't think uh, so. I don't, I don't know. So. We'll see what's going on. It's we're dealing with eyes wide shut. Is it, it is Nicole. It's Nicole and Tom, right? Yes, yes Nicole and whole, Tom. That adds a whole other level. Yeah. Ne- Nicole and Tom. All right. We'll talk eyes wide shut next week. Goodbye, Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.